Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. This is number 89. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you to FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers. Use the code PULPAMX30 when you go there and uh, save at FXRRacing.com. Of course, FXR Racing supporting the privateers for many years now, uh, both sides of the border. So thank you to FXR Racing for making it happen. Ben LeMay, Michael Lessi, Tyler Medaglia, all running Race Tech Suspension and Motors, Racetech.com. Uh, Please check them out on the web. Get your motor uh, done. Get your motor serviced. Uh, two or four strokes. Suspension as well. Let's get your oil changed in it. Uh, get motor work done by the folks at Racetech. They've been doing it for a long time. And we thank them. Uh, Chris Blos as well did really well this year using Racetech. Racetech.com. Mention Pulp when you call down there, and uh, they'll dial you in. So thank you to those two companies for making this podcast happen. Also presented by Maxxis. MXST tire out now. Developed by the King. Jeremy McGrath, great mountain bike tires as well. So please, if you're thinking about a uh, tire the next time, check up, take a look at the Maxxis MXST line. Uh, they're great. They've been reviewed by Chris Kiefer, and he likes them. Also, Skosh. Skosh is a family-owned and operated company since 1980. Their products are inspired by a passion for cool vehicles, amazing sounds, the great outdoors, motorsports, and more. Skosh is a proud sponsor of the Rockstar Husky team, of course. Visit Skosh.com. Use the code PULP25 at checkout to save 25% on your purchase. PULP25 at Skosh.com. To us uh, to save, s c o s c h e dot com. Thanks to the guys at Skosh, and finally Namira Technologies. Their industry leading top end repair kits offer everything you need to rebuild your top end at a price that will keep you riding every single weekend, no matter the budget. From the professional race racer to the privateer garages, Namira has you and your wallet covered. They offer a full line of cast and forged pistons for every MX application you can think of. Namira dot com. Visit your local dealer for more information. N a m u r a dot com. So thanks to those guys for coming on board as well and uh thanks to the man on the phone for uh talking about hangtown certainly a giant surprise at hangtown and um we appreciate him having on here on the privateer island life number 89 wilson todd what's up wilson how are you man yeah good thanks how is everyone thanks for coming uh, on yeah no well thanks for having me you know love to get on here and uh share what i got to say yeah it uh man you were a real surprise at hangtown i don't know how many people told you about pulp mx fantasy but you killed it for a lot of people yeah for sure like um i i know obviously i knew about pulp mx fantasy but i didn't know i was on there and um i rocked up in the morning and um people were coming up to me and saying hey you're you're on the fantasy <laughs> and I, I believe i was on i was on your team um i think and uh yeah. so then uh yeah, the guy said I was like 13, had to be like 13 or something, so pressure was on to get some, uh, to provide no. everyone that picked me, I guess. No, your handicap was 13, and it goes off a, off a 10, so you had to get 23 or better to get double points is how it works. So you can okay. be you you can be forgiven for not knowing this. You need to just focus on riding and training. But that's how it went. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, we didn't know we didn't know a lot about you. Obviously, uh, we heard you were winning down down in Australia and all that. But you know, we don't really know your program or everything else that's going on. So um, you'll be you'll be a worse pick this weekend for sure, Wilson. But uh, man, uh, that was awesome. So okay, let's get into it. So unseated practice. You go out there with Derek Drake and and the other rookies and everything else. Um, what do you think when you first hit the track, man? How, how What are you thinking when you first get out there? Um, first thoughts were, I mean, I rode the press the day before, and it was yep. super boggy, super right. ruddy and whatnot. So we, um, I don't really have spare wheels or anything, and uh, I just um, threw the paddle tire on because I thought it would probably be the same. And yeah. 
the track was fully rolled in and I <laughs> yeah, don't want that. And I, I knew it was a bad, <laughs> bad decision putting that thing on there. So, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't too bad, you know. Um, I'm glad I'd done the press the day before because I, um, I struggled to just learn, you know, which jumps are which, um, like, you know, how fast I could hit them where, right. and especially where all the ruts were and the down ramps and everything. So it took me a good 20 minutes to learn the track, and mm-hmm. then I started doing a little bit better. So that definitely helped me out for the next day. Um, so I could go straight into practice qualifying, and you know, you know I knew the track and mm-hmm. knew, knew the jumps and whatnot. So um, that that definitely helped. And you know, I was just sitting on the line. And I thought it was pretty cool. Obviously, I had no idea where I was. Um, I knew. Uh, obviously, Derek would be great in that practice, yep. but I don't know not a single other rider that was <laughs> out there. So, I mean, yeah, I just rode around, and um, my mechanic was giving me hand signals. Okay. Uh, he was listening to the commentary yeah, yeah. to see where I was, and he was giving me number twos and whatnot <laughs> when I was going past. So. That's no, good. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you're like, all right, that's good. Well, hey, don't don't worry about the paddle tire because the JGR guys made the same mistake with Alex Martin. And so yeah. Amart went out there and he's like, oh, boy, bad tire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, nah, def- it, it was the pick for the day before, though, but anyway. Right. Um, yeah, no, it qualified second, and then that, that kind of made me think, like, oh, this this guy – He's on. He's on pace. He's going to do good. Everything else. So that's that's re- one of the reasons why I picked you. Now they got you riding a Husqvarna on the on the sheets, but you are riding a KTM and it's Bora from Troy Lee, from what I understand. Or do I have that right? Yeah. Nah. It was a big, pretty big mess. Like I mean, <laughs> this whole this whole trip only really came together. You know, like two weeks ago from now. Um, like I, I always planned, wanted to do it from the start of the year, and I looked into it and. I pushed pretty hard, but I couldn't get, you know, a bike through Husky or anything. It was going to be, you know, a big hassle, you know what I mean? So I sort of gave up on it. Oh, okay. And, um, yep. uh, like, I I mean, I have a old mechanic, um, Ben Griffith. He used to work for me, you know, two years back in Australia, and he's over here at the moment, and he just sent me a message. He's like, hey, man, like, you know, you got to get over here and, you know, show yourself if you want to leave Australia anytime soon. And yeah. Yeah. I was um I was actually at our na- one of our national rounds on Sunday, and that was, you know, the uh, we we raced our fifth round, and then there was one weekend off, and then hang count. And I was at the event, and I was like, "All right, screw it, we'll do it." Really? Huh? Just be- wow. before I before I went out for practice, I got on my computer and booked flights and started <laughs> getting into it. Pretty much. So oh wow! It was trying it was trying together for sure, um, and. At that stage, I was gonna, you know, I was gonna hire a bike off Tom Ravenhorst, the one he yep. rode in Supercross, right? And then I was gonna send my engine over um, because, I mean, I, I didn't know what engine you know was in that thing, so I was gonna do that. And so on Monday after the race, uh, I went to the shop and we pulled my race bike down and flushed the engine out and spoke to some people um, for freight companies and. I was just about to do that, and then uh, we got, you know, a bit scared that, you know, it could get stuck in customs coming home. Yeah. Um, and then I wouldn't have a race bike for the second half of our series, so oh. sort of scrapped that. And then I was gonna buy um, Gage Sher. Yeah. Um, I was gonna buy his uh, practice bike. It had like 40 hours on it. Same thing. I didn't know how that was gonna go, but that's right. what I was gonna do. 
And, um, well, also the hardest thing was nominating. Um, that wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I, th- I thought I'd just be able to log on and do that, but no, nah, it took me about a week to do that, um, setting up accounts and with the time differences. Like, I could only really do one thing a day. Yeah, yeah. Um, chatting to the people over here. Right. And, you know, I had to go get um, documents notarized and this and that and express posted over here and that was stressful and got it done. And I was at the airport to fly over on the weekend just before hometown and um, I was speaking to one of my sponsors in Australia. He imports, you know, TLD gear, ODI, uh-huh. and just a heap of other brands. Um, and he goes, you know, hey, man, like, I'm, I'm trying to get you a bike through TLD, yeah. uh, KDM. At the start, it was like, oh, yeah, we might be able to get one of the boys you know, because um, Cantrell was out or whatever, and yeah. he goes, might be able to get that. And then I was like, yeah, sweet, I'll take that for sure. <laughs> right. And then I, I got here, and then they're like, oh, you know, we just got Max Lee's bike. He's one of the amateur guys. And then I was sort of stressing, like, an amateur bike, I don't know, you know how good that thing's going to be, but right. um, picked it up, and, you know, Max is really good, and he uh, gave me uh, his practice bike and his race bike and a whole heap of spares to get me racing. So, oh wow! You know, I got to really got to you know thank those guys, and without them, it would definitely be a lot more expensive. So, yeah, yeah. super pumped. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really really cool of them to do that. Um, how is the bike? how How does it how does it match up for for what you need out there? Obviously, it worked well for your Hangtown, but uh, how was it? No, well, um, it's good. Yeah. I'm definitely uh, down on power. Like it's um, maybe a little bit down on even my bike at home, but you know, yep. like for a free bike, you know, yeah, you can't yeah. complain with that. Right, right. Um, on and on, off the start and that, like I got two awesome jumps out of the gate. Like I'm, like I feel like I'm a really good starter, and uh-huh. I jumped out and Hampshire and one of the Huskies were next to me. And they went, they would have sort of went by me down the main straight, you know, like I had to jump on them, then they passed me. And yeah, yeah. I went around, um, jumped the first table, and you go to the left and up the hill there. Yeah, yep. And um, I, was pre- I was in a pretty good position, and I bumped the gear, shifted down to first, and then about 10 guys blew by me <laughs> when the thing just was bouncing on the limiter. Yeah. So, um, yeah, had my work cut out for me there, but um, I guess. The hardest thing I'm struggling with is my suspension, you know, because I just bring that from home. But yeah. um, our tracks are just so much smoother and right. tighter and, you know, yep. I'm definitely I- way too soft. So, you know, I went and rode parlor the first day I was here and uh-huh. it was just snapping the fork lugs off the bottom of my fork. So um, <laughs> I went out and bought some I went and bought some springs and got those put in there, like heavier springs, yeah. and just gone racing on that. And it was definitely better, but... You know, yeah. We're just here and giving it a go. Nice, I like that. Yeah, Raven Horse was over here. I got him Race Tech. Uh, Race Tech did a motor form or head form, I should say, because um, he was just riding a bone stalker. And I'm like, what? Come on. I mean, yeah. yeah. When you're riding the 250 class, man, those those guys that you're racing against, they don't fool around with with bikes, right? So for sure. Um, no, it was uh, it it was impressive uh for you to show up. So you ride Husqvarna down under, correct? Right. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and no, I ride a husky. So when I nominated, also I um, entered husky. That's what comes yeah. up there. CGT. Yeah. Right. Got it. Okay. So, um, all right. So listen, you qualify second. Nice job on that. But it's you know it's the unseated practice. Um, do you surprise yourself in the motos? I mean, you go you you know you fifteen nine on the day. Um, 
you know, did you surprise yourself? Uh, how was it? Um, no, I wasn't, you know, I was definitely happy. I wasn't really, you know, super surprised. I was like, wow, like, I, I really am up here. You know what I mean? Um, yep. In qualifying, I feel like I have really great, like, just one lap sprint pace. Like, I've always sort of had that, like, even back home. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of, like, poles, sort of, you know, what I try and get every weekend. And then in the motos, I didn't really know how it'd go. Um, back home, we just do 130 and then 120. Mm-hmm. And these are pretty much two, 235s. But, you know, I was, I was all right. And um, I sort of struggled at the start, like, to learn learning the track i didn't really learn it fast enough and i got passed mm-hmm. by a lot of people and um but once i got about halfway then i started clicking it off and picking up the pace a little bit i guess and yep. just started flying around the track and um but yeah i came in i didn't know what i was you know what i placed in the first one um all i knew is i got passed by a few guys at the start and it was just messy and yep i couldn't really see the pit board so and then my mechanic was walking back to the tent he's like you know, just waving his arms around like, "Woo, I've got top 15, like, that's yeah. cool. Yep. It's like sick. And then, yeah, in the second one, um, I was going pretty good as well, I guess. Um, Dude, know, it was, was right nasty. And, it was nasty. Yeah. It was bad. I was, I was right behind uh, Fernandes for a while there, and then I jumped over one of those, that massive roller down the back and landed across rudder and crashed, and <laughs> I got up and I was, you know, the grips are wet, and... It was just, I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. You know, the bars are twisted and I'm yep. riding a mud race. I was like, that's <laughs> the end of the day pretty much and got going. And um, I was riding around and there was, you know, people on my tail and yelling at me, probably thinking I'm a lapper or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Bike and um, went down that big hill and had another crash. So I crashed twice. Wow, really? And, um, okay. Yeah, got up. and But funny enough, like, there'd be people on me. And I'd crash, and I'd be like, all right, they're going to blow by, and they went behind me. They'd just crash the same lap, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I got up, you know, I lost some positions, but it was all right. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I was just tr- survival to the end. You know, I had tear-offs on, and the water was under those, and I wasn't uh-huh. taking my goggles off for sure. Yeah. I was just trying to line those ruts up with the, you know, the water goggles. Everyone <laughs> probably knows what that's like. Right, right. And, it's, yeah, it's just a full mission to the end but um super happy to come home in the top 10 like couldn't be happier for that yeah yeah did you kind of did you know until like did you know where you were uh, at all, any point during the race or did you not find out till you finished no, i had no real idea i yeah. could see you know i got a real good start in the second one i actually jumped out and like i uh, got the jump on christian who was next to me and um i you know come around the first few turns you know i can see you know say like five bikes in front of me mm-hmm. and then I have a fair idea I'm inside the top 10 yep. and then you know I have a I had a couple of crashes and a few people passed me and some other people crashed and so I had an idea I was definitely better in the first better than the first race but I didn't know I was um in ninth I thought that was pretty cool when I finished yeah yeah it was bad dude it was coming down those hills and like you said where you crashed and Holy shit, like it was just a disaster, basically. Um I can't believe you crashed twice though, still got ninth. That's pretty good. That's really good. So are you uh yeah. are you a good mud rider normally or, or is it just one of those things where you're feeling it? Um it can it can go either way. Um yeah, yeah. I've had my races <laughs> where I'm battling for second last place and I've also had 
a race back home where I lapped up to second place in okay. our national. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, it can, yeah, it can swing either way. It's whether if I'm up front and I've got some clean air, I'm usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once, if you're out the back, you can't really see. And once you fall off once in the mud, it's generally pretty over. But, right. um, you know, I was pretty lucky on the weekend. Like, the mud wasn't, you know, super thick where I crashed. So, you know, like, my grips weren't, yeah. you know, covered and slippery. It's sort of just sort of water. You know what I mean? So, did, I'm uh, pretty happy with that. What did Tyler Keefe say? Anything? Um, he, not not really. Like, no? I've, been, I've been harassing him every day. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, no, I've been... Uh, you know, I mean, Tyler probably is um, over it. I guess there'd be a lot of people trying to ring him and um, yeah. do the same thing I've been doing. But, yeah, same thing. I've been trying to ring every day. And right. I, I, I want to do everything I can because I'm here for just parlor at this stage. Okay. But if I could, if I could get a fill-in, I'll be cancelling my flight home and um, I'll be staying for more until uh, our series starts back yeah. home in a few weeks. Yeah, when does when do you – how long do you have to, to – until your series picks back up, I honestly don't really know. Okay, um, it's um, it's around five six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was a maybe a seven week break, and it's been like two weeks. So I can definitely do Colorado and maybe one after that. Okay, um, and still make it home and still do it. But but, but you got to go home, right? Like you're contracted, you have to do that no matter what. Or if if things keep yeah. rolling. Yeah, no, like, um, at this stage, like, I'll be going back, you know, because I'm leading it and, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, yeah. let all my sponsors and Husky back, Husky down back home. Yep. Um, but you never know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no. you no, you don't. Stranger things have happened, man. If, oh. if, if, if someone goes, hey, here's a, you know, here's a contract for next year. If you saw, if you, if you ride for us now, here's another one for next year. And you never know. But, yeah. um, yep. But nah, you know, at this stage, I, I, I'm going home because I don't have it. I don't really have anything. I'm just doing it on my own at the moment. Right. Just got so, myself here and going racing. So this buddy of yours, uh, he's over here working or whatever, and now he's your mechanic. Is that how it works? Is that did you have a mechanic? It was your, is your, it's just it's this guy. Yeah. Um. So he he worked for me, you know, a few years ago back in Australia, and yep. he's come here, and I'm staying at a. Like a compound, it's called like Grindstone. Um, okay. It's a place you can come out to in California, you know, if you're so- somewhat serious about racing. And oh, okay. I've like, never... um, you, you, yeah, you can you can stay here. You know, they feed you. You take there. We go training. Um, yep, yep. Go, go to the track together. Everything. So, been lucky enough to come in, and they've offered me somewhere to stay. And um, Ben, my mechanic, um, he's been working here, so it's sort of. Okay, it all worked together. Him. He's like, nice. He's like, hey man, you come over here. I'll be your mechanic, and um, you know, we've got somewhere to stay for you, and train for you, and whatnot. So, oh, perfect. I mean, it couldn't work out any better for me. Yeah, yeah. He, he probably wants to, say, you know, like Dave Feeney and, and Christian Kibbe and all these other guys, Australians that have come over, you know, that, that have made the big time, and you know, maybe he wants to do that eventually. So it's kind of kind of a cool story for both of you guys. Um, have you ever been to America before? I came last year just to watch. Um, we watched Oakland and San Diego. Oh, cool! Okay, um, it was nothing more than that. It was just sort of just a holiday. I came with my team. Right. Um, I uh, we came to do a test on the cycle trader bike because you know I've been uh, I've been Yamaha for the last ten years, and um, 
whatnot. So I raced with those guys last year and mm-hmm. we came tested the cycle trader bike and um but I went to milestone and I was real sick, like I was coughing up blood and everything, so I didn't really ride or anything like that. So um yeah, pretty much. Yeah. First time yeah. first time riding in America, yeah. I remember hearing something about that, you riding that bike or some Australian kid riding the cycle trader bike. Yeah, or trying out for them or something. I think I remember something about that. Um, yeah, well, it's just me and my teammate because um, yep. we were getting some information, you know, from the Yoshi guys. Yep. Like we ran Yoshi over there, and mm-hmm. um, they were giving us some info and whatnot. And they're like, "Well, you can come out and try the bike we got." So, oh, cool. I mean, while we're, while we're here, we went and threw a leg over it and right. gave it gave it a ride. Right. Well, uh, listen, I apologize for that drive up from California right up to five because it's not very exciting. There's nothing going on. America is better than that drive. I'm telling you. Don't, you know, it's it's not that exciting. I get it all the way up to Sacramento, but it's better than that in most parts of America. So <laughs> yeah, lucky enough, I had the chance to you know just sleep in the back seat while Ben drove me. Up, right, so. right, nice. Um, Factory nah, rider. I, yeah. I caught I caught like the last two hours of the trip. Yeah, but um, and then the way back was um, you know, there was a car crash or something, and the uh, traffic was pretty much stopped. Oh wow! Right. Yeah, on the way back. So and then yeah, same thing. I went to have a had a nap, and then um, I'd done the, the night stint, done a few hours um, into the morning. Nice. No, it's uh, it's it's a really good showing, 12th overall. Uh, I, did you happen to see who got 11th? Uh, your your mate, Hunter Lawrence, uh, he was on the uh, Pulp Show on Monday night. We had Hunter Lawrence on, and we asked him about you. And he said, yeah, you, you know, you and him and Jed Beaton all kind of grew up racing each other, um, and now you guys are all – different parts of the world racing he, he thought it was really cool um so yeah he, he said that you know you guys were rivals kind of kind of coming up coming up in aussie yeah for sure no it's awesome you know like um you know it's you know there's definitely a lot of talented people in australia but um right around our age group you know there's you know so many of us that have made it you know like um myself jed and mitch evans we're all you know born the same year we race each other and yep. then Hunter as well, so it's super cool to see. You know, like there's four of us in um, the space of a year apart. And, right. Now he you know, we got he said he said he was always he got beat a lot. Hunter Hunter said that he said he was the slowest one out of the group. Yeah, Hunter's the youngest one. Like I mean, we we I guess we could say we beat him. Um, Jed was probably the latest bloomer. Is only mm-hmm. his last sort of year. Like, you know, fifteen, sixteen year old where he started taking it serious. Mm-hmm. And um but it's myself, Mitch Evans and Hunter Lawrence, you know, we race from fifties, um, all the way through and you know, Hunter's the youngest one out of all of us. But yeah. um that's I think what's made us all great riders. You know, we um we all don't want to be beaten by each other and we'd go racing every weekend, so Mm-hmm. You know, it was warm every week, and I think that's what's pushed us to a great level. Yeah, and I mean, like Hunter was saying, like you know, we had we had Anders, Craig Anderson, and Berner, and Chad. Um, uh, I think I'm forgetting one guy. Oh, Andrew McFarland. Um, these great Australian riders, and there was a bit of a gap there. And now you four guys are coming up, and you know, you'll be on the Dis Nations teams all shortly. You know what I mean? And it could be all three of you on the Dis Nations team one year here. So that, that's really cool. Yeah, that would be sick. But, yeah. Um, it's, it's 
Yeah, it's hard because, um, you know, guys have factory rides overseas and I'm sort of going to Australia. Yeah, so yeah. Well, hard for me to get the destinations <laughs> right, but well, dude, fingers crossed I'll be yeah, I mean, my name down for sure. Hey, you keep getting ninth in motos. Don't worry. You'll, you'll do something. So that leads me to my next question. So you're going to do Paula and we'll go from there and see what happens. But do you would you go to MXGP or do you want to go to America or would you would you follow Beaton and, and Hunter Lawrence and go to go to Europe if you have to first? Are you fine with that or is it more? Hey, I want to go to America and do Supercross and, and everything else. Do you have a plan? What, what's your thoughts on that? So, end goal is always been um, to come to America. So I love I love doing Supercross. Yeah, um, you know, I feel like I'm I'm pretty good at it. You know, I've done you know four years of it back home and got some awesome results. So. I enjoy doing it, you know what I mean? But um, if I had to go to Europe first as a stepping stone to get to America, you know, I'd do that. Um, I actually went to go to Europe last year. Um, I, the ride that Mitch Evans has on the, you know, or Hunter's Old Ride, that, yep. I actually have the contract for that in my emails. Oh, and, um, okay. And then that I sort of lost that last sort of second. Um, some things happened... Uh, Mitch ended up getting it, but uh, okay, uh, sort of because like, I was also trying to. Um, I got the opportunity for a chance to do a test ride with the Red Bull KDM over there, uh-huh. and um, Honda. I don't think Honda really liked that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I sort of committed to him, and then the opportunity um, with Paul Jonas leaving. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah, I mean. It only the opportunity came up, and I booked a flight. I booked a flight that day, and yep. I was out there to ride that bike. You know, I wasn't giving up that opportunity, no, and no. Um, I didn't really show the same commitment to um, the Honda guys. To the so Honda, yeah. I think that they got pretty upset with that, and I ended up losing <laughs> that opportunity. So, well, um, dude, look at here the... we are trying again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I look, the you, biggest... you don't want to say it, but I don't look that team with Hunter last year. Like that, you know. I mean, hey, they're not factory level, right? And they had a lot of issues and growing pains. So maybe it was for the best a little bit that way. Yeah, it could have been for the best, you know. But um, my my time's ticking for Europe. You know, they got an age limit. So yeah, I've only got two years left to go to Europe. Um, other than that, I'm left with no option but mm-hmm. trying to get into America. And that's, you know, yep. I'm sure everyone knows that's pretty damn hard. So yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best. Um, I'll be... Doing whatever I can, wow. you know. I'm, I, you know, you're on top, on top in Australia at the moment, and there's nowhere for me to go. But stay the same for another year, yep, or go backwards. So, right, you know, for me, I want to go and um, challenge myself and keep chasing. You know, yeah, when I'm at home, I I can't keep chasing. So, you know. It's, I'll do what I can. It's crazy because uh, Ferris obviously came over and he's filling in and he's got the ride all summer. Todd Waters is there. You and Hunter are there. It's like a mini Australian uh, invasion at Hangtown a little bit after a few years of not really not having anybody out there, you know, at Nationals. So uh, it was cool to see uh, without a doubt. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm from Canada, so I know I follow that scene pretty close. And guys like Colton Fasciati and Tyler Medaglia and these guys in Canada, I mean, I imagine it's a little bit like Australia, like – they don't really want to leave Canada that much. They're older, and they can make good money. You know, seventy-five thousand, hundred thousand, or something like that. But it, you know, and always it always kind of cheesed me off that they wouldn't over the years, and not just them. I'm not picking on them specifically, but many Canadian guys would never take a chance and spend their own money and go down to America and get beat and but get better, you know? So yeah. I admire anybody who does that. Uh Aussie, Kiwi, you know, European rider, South African, whatever. Like 
dude, you can always go back to your own home country and, and ride there and everything else, but spend some money, work on it, and try things out because you just never know. I, I like that attitude. Yeah, 100%. You know, like um, that's sort of what I've done. Like, I've made a little bit little bit of money this year, and it's all just been injected straight into mm-hmm. this, trying to make, make an opportunity for myself, you know, like, yeah. um, you know, that – it, it could it could work out, you know. Like I've come over here, I've um, invested in myself, and now there's you know those two spare rides at TLD KDM. Yeah. Like whether that whether they don't probably don't want me, but um, you know, <laughs> like there's a better chance of getting on there right now than um, yeah. there was when oh, the yeah. whole thing was full, or when I was back in Australia. Oh, yeah, so. exactly. No, a hundred a hundred percent. Right. Like, um, did you get look? Um, you know, you're you're a great racer. You're you're a champion down in Australia, so you know, not it's not like you're intimidated by guys or whatever. But you know, if first moto McElrath finished right in front of you, um, and Kyle Peters is on you, and not too far ahead was Christian Craig. Th- does it? Did you get intimidated? Were you looking at jerseys a little bit and the names on the back? I mean, were you a little bit like, holy shit, like these are guys that you know I see ra- winning Supercrosses? Did, did, did that come across your your brain at all? Yeah, it's it's kind of weird, like. You know, I'm the biggest fan of the sport. You know, when I'm at home, I watch every single yeah, moto, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, MXGP, America, everything. And mm-hmm. um, like, you just think, man, like they're hooking. And, but the same thing is I've never seen myself, you know, really seen myself ride, you yeah. know. So um, when I'm out there and I'm on the back of them and, you know, I was yo-yoing with uh, Shane that whole first moto. Like yeah. I was catching him on one side and he'd pull pull on the other. And I'm like, <laughs> and like... Yeah, I'm, it's not. I'm not that far off, you know. It's yeah. not a couple of hundred thousand dollar difference between us. <laughs> yes, um, there is. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and oh. I'm just, you know, I think, wow. And um, no, I, I was definitely took on some roost from Shane in that first one. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get around, but I just couldn't make it happen. And but and then same thing when you cross the finish line and you look up and you know there's like four dudes rolling through the the pit lane. Like just right there, and you're like, "Cool." Yeah, yeah. You're just like, "Wow, check that out!" Right? Like, it's just like I, I would think that, especially like you said, you're a fan, so you watch the races. Not all guys do. Um, so yeah, you're watching the races. You're like, "Holy shit!" Like that's you know, that's a big deal. But that's awesome, you know. So yeah. Um, so you're 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 winning the series in Australia right now. You're the defending MX2 champion, and you're winning now again. Yeah, um, I'm defending champ. Like I. Uh... And then the year before, I led the whole thing and I lost it in the last race. I ended up cartwheeling and lost that. But um, <laughs> I won it last year and mm-hmm. I'm leading so far this year. Um, I had a had a pretty nice, uh, pretty nice big lead there, and um, I broke I broke a rear wheel at the last round, so that took a big dent out of me. Um, right, me points buffer that I had, but you know we still got the red plate and. Yep. How, you know, I think coming over here will make me uh, an even better rider. You know, ch- chasing faster, faster guys. For sure, uh, I'll go back and hopefully I'll be even better. Um, how's the how's the Aussie motocross scene? Um, you know, I don't, I'll ask you about the Supercross series as well. Um, the Supercross series seems like it's going pretty well. Uh, maybe maybe not attracting as many, many crowds as it did a few years ago, but it still seems like it, it's pretty good and good racing from the highlights I watch. How's the motocross series? How's that going? I mean, it's it's alright. I don't. I've never known anything better. Um, you know what I mean. So right. I've I've grown up, and that's what I've gone into. And I've never experienced anything other than what we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty good. You know, you can. I mean, right now, you. I'm honestly probably 
maybe the only MX2 rider making a yep. living out of it. Um, yeah, like yeah. where I can, I can race. I, I moved out and I've sort of paid paid my own way for mm-hmm. a while. And um, but that's because I've I've been getting some race wins and whatnot. But um, if you're outside the top three, I mean, you can't you can't really do it yeah. the same way we are. You know, you're gonna you're gonna need sponsors or family helping you out. Um, I kind of, and then um, I kind of yeah, picture it a little bit. Little bit I, I picture it a little bit like Canada. Canada's kind of that way too. You can do okay if you're winning or whatever if you're top three, but after that it gets tough. Yeah, sure. And, um, no, I think I think we're getting uh, getting better. You know, our Supercross is getting better and better. Like um, you we're seeing like the Ozx and that's starting to grow even more and more. Like we've got uh, full start, full size uh, indoor stadium this year in Melbourne, and um, I saw that that'll be good. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah um yeah that'll be really good so um i'm looking forward i'm trying to get down there i don't know i want to get down there and cover it one of these years for sure um it seems like it'll be a good time uh by the way i always tell everybody justin brayton has the absolute best schedule in the sport uh supercross only over here then he hangs out in the summer with his family then he heads down in the fall and races aussie supercross uh it's it's an incredible schedule brayton's got he he, he's got the best of both worlds, man, because Australia down that, that year, down under at that time of year is awesome. So um, that's that's yeah, the schedule to have right there. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's, he's, got the, he's got the house down on the beach. And yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure it's pretty close to summertime for us down there. And yep. Um, yep. that's the lifestyle, right, where, he, <laughs> right where he's been staying. Um, that's pretty much you know, where you dream of. So. Where, where'd you grow up? Where'd you grow up in Australia? I grew up in Cairns. It's like the very top. Um, it's so it's in the tropics, like in the rainforest. So oh wow, super hot and humid and whatnot. And um, and that's on, there's nowhere. And that's on the east side. That? That's on the east side. Yeah, yeah. Everything's on the east in Australia. Um, other than Perth. Yeah, other than and, uh, no wait, there's Perth there, bro. I know, I know Australia. There's Perth. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's Perth where you know the houses go for like a hundred thousand dollars because no one wants to live there. Right. And, and um, <laughs> there's. Yeah, it's the east side where it goes up to like a million because that's pretty much where Australia is. Yeah, you know, yeah. You've got all the east, east coast, desert, and then Perth where they it, can't sell houses. And Manjimup, dude. Manjimup's on the east side. Or west side, I mean. Manjimup's out there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not even sure where. It, I know it's in Western Australia. I'm, <laughs> you know, you, you can't, if you can't, if you ask me anything about Western Australia, I can't dude, really tell you because I've never really been there. It blows me away that people tell me that you can drive from one end to the other, you know, whatever, it takes forever, and there's like nothing out there. Like there's a fuel station every whatever, and that is it. I'm like, what do you mean there's, there's, there's nothing? They're like nothing. There's nothing out there but fuel station every 200 kilometers or 300 kilometers or whatever. That blows me away. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, there's a there's a road that goes dead straight for I don't know how long. Some famous road, um, yeah, yeah. Nullable. Right. I don't know, you know if it's 100 k's or people will be yelling at me for this, <laughs> but I don't know. But there's some famous long road that doesn't turn once. Right, so right. I know yeah. that's out there. Yeah, I was just like, there's got to be towns. They're like, nope, there's nothing. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, news, news to me. Um, hey, did you did you grow up? Uh, looking at Michael Byrne and Chad Reed and those guys, or are they almost too old for you to kind of grow up and and you know and idolize them? Or, or where, where are you at when you were a younger kid? Did you did you follow those guys up that closely? Not really. Um, yeah, I uh, like I grew up and I didn't. My vision was pretty blocked off. You know, all I could see was 
I got to beat Mitch Evans this weekend. I got to beat Hunter this weekend, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I got to beat Jed this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And like, it wasn't until maybe when I was sixteen, seventeen that I really, you know, opened my eyes and I was like, "There's actually racing outside of Australia." And yeah, yeah. I didn't even I didn't even realize that there was like senior nationals in Australia. You know, I was just so caught up in. I got to beat these guys that I'm racing. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Now, I, little, I really like, didn't. I didn't follow it. So, like, we're talking sixties. 80s juniors the whole thing you just race these other three dudes yeah until <laughs> until about i got on a 125 yep you know i didn't really know that i was racing outside of in the club day i was doing that weekend wow that that i had to yeah, you know, yeah. Try and beat these guys so yeah that's pretty cool it's crazy because it just shows how old we're getting you know because i i spoke to somebody else maybe it was raven horse one of those guys but I'm like, hey, so you know, you always follow Chad Reed, and like, and they're like, no, not really. He's pretty old now. You know, that was a long time ago. Like that, he was, you know, yeah. beating Carmichael, and I'm like, ah, fuck, I guess it is. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Uh, nah. yeah. No, when I started, um, sort of like watching the series, and that is like, I think when Chad was on a Honda, and he went over the bars, and yeah, that's sort of when I started you know, watching every moto, and right. became like the biggest fan of the sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it uh, it's really cool, man. Uh, and hey, so also uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Number Eighty Nine Privateer Island Life Podcast with Wilson Todd. Thank you, Namira. Thank you, Maxis. Thank you, Skosh, for coming on board. Um, we're gonna get you something from Skosh too, uh, Wilson. They're gonna uh, send you a little care, care kit. So I need your address when we hang up. Um, and Skosh will give you a little uh, little kit for you to make things easier while you're traveling on the road. So. Awesome. Yeah. Th- thanks to Skosh for that. Um, and uh, FXR Racing, Pulp MX30 is the code to save. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Pulp19, or just mention Pulp MX when you email them or call them, and that they will give you the Pulp MX deal on, on that. This is the uh, Privateer Island podcast. So, so one more, Paula. What do you, what's your thoughts about Paula? Um, every time I, I haven't, I haven't been there forever, since the, probably since the National was last there, which however long ago that was at. Do you like the place, and w- what do you think about it? Yeah, um, I went there and just done a practice day on, I think it was Tuesday last week, and um, that's when I found out that my setting is way too soft. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I, I see there's a bit of rain around this week, and um, I already know the bumps are going to be huge and the track's going to be deep, so it's definitely got, I'm going to have my work cut out for me um, more than usual this mm-hmm. weekend. You know, I've been a little underpowered in that soft dirt with big bumps on soft suspension, so... You know, fingers crossed, I can maybe work something out. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, I just want to go race and then have fun and, you know, show people who I am and that I have potential. So it's Wednesday today, so you're hoping to maybe get a little boost and something from the Troy Lee guys if you can, some uh, some motor stuff if, if you're working on it. We'll see. Yeah, that, well, that, that's that's the goal, I guess. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I've just pretty much got... um emailed some guys and mm-hmm. even trying to talk to you know in in the guys in Europe to try and get something yeah. something rolling but um yeah well, if I, if I could get something happening that would be awesome but um if not we're going to go to war on our yeah on the bike we got and make the best out of it well the sweet part you'll be in seated practice that might help you a little bit um just kind of get the flow a little bit get behind somebody you know what i mean you got the speed to to do that now so um i think that'll help right yeah, well, um, definitely in the uh, at the first round, I um, pretty much nearly ended ended my season um, <laughs> on, on the first jump I hit. Uh, the 
uh, the f- first jump after the you know the roll lap, I hit the table going down the back there. Yeah, yeah. Got fully cross jumped and nearly landed on someone. So oh shit! <laughs> that's, that's when I was like, yeah, I got to watch out <laughs> right. riding around here. Um, right. And yeah, there was just like lots of people rolling jumps and you know crossing lines. Yeah, so yeah. I think it'd be I think it'd be better. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. You know, people jumping a little bit more straight and a right. little bit more predictable. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah. That'll that'll be nice. Um, yeah. Hey, so did your team on Australia? Uh, did they? I mean, they they obviously they they're fine with you going and everything else, but I mean, one of that's one of the things that could happen is you could get hurt. Uh, you know, they want to they want to defend this number one plate. So, were they a bit nervous for you coming over and racing? Um, I get, probably yeah, <laughs> uh, probably. On, I uh, wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of communication. They knew I was coming, and um, they knew I, they couldn't stop me. There was nothing that, yep. in the contract saying that I couldn't go. So either way, I was going to pack my bags and yeah, fly, yeah. fly out of here. So okay, I mean, so you, they, they want the best for me, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I ride for a good group of people that are, you know, same thing, fans of the sport, and they want to see me do well. And so, you know, right. obviously they that, that they just get on the phone and say, um, you know, if there's anything we can help you with, etc. And you know, they help me uh, with some of my you know, sponsors right. uh, to, you know, get me gear and whatnot over here. Right. I mean, they're all for it, and they tech, they send me messages on race day saying good luck and whatnot. So, yeah, uh, here I am. Um, so are you um, – if if, if, thing do, if things don't work out and you got to go back to Australia, will you go to MX1 next year? Do you have a spot? Does your team have a spot at MX1? What, what Would you want to do that? Well, how does that work for you? Well – I, I could get an X one ride. Um, I don't. I don't really doubt it. But um, yep. I want to make something out of myself in MX two at the moment. Right okay. now, All right. I feel like I'm a good MX two rider. Yep. And I feel like if I went up, well, I don't know if I'm, you know, physically strong enough and what not to compete in the four fifties competitively. Yep. Like, I believe I can go up and make podiums, but I want to make sure like my riding's at a level where I can really compete for it and I'm physically strong enough to ride one of those things. Sure. Um, you know, I just, I don't want to be a guy filling, filling the gate. I want to be right. competitive when I go up. So I'm using this, um, my 250 career at the moment to better myself, give me, give myself some more time to get stronger and okay. learn to ride the bike a little better. And, you know, hopefully I can catch a ride overseas, but, um, yeah, it's all it's all an experience to make myself better, and For you know, sure. one day we'll be on a four fifty, and mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be competitive by then. Yeah, I was wondering, like, if there's more money in Australia on a, on MX one team or on MX one title or anything else, you know, because there is in Canada in a little bit. Um, so yeah, that that's why I was wondering about that. If you want to make some money, if you have to do MX one or, or MX two, will pay just as well. So, um, hey, I just texted Tyler Keith and told him to put you on his bike. So I'm sure that'll you did. Yeah, I just did right now. Yeah, so, awesome. Yeah, okay. thanks. I'll just keep putting heat I don't, on. I don't get, I don't get um, a lot of replies. Yeah, no, no, yeah. He'll, he'll, he hates me, but he'll reply anyways and just make fun of me. I probably. need all the help I can get. Right, sure. right. Uh, what about training? What do you like to do off the bike? What, uh, what, what are you, what are you into? Um, I do like. I mean, it's it's hard when I um, when I leave home. It's hard to keep the same routine. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm used, I generally ride five six times a week. Um, I have a, you know, like. I live with Jed Beaton's brother back okay. in Australia, in um, Victoria. Yep. And, um, 
you know, he, he goes to the track with me every day and we sort of like my riding coach. And so I do that, you know, five days, six days a week with him. And then I'll go and um, just do a lot of cycling um, just in, in the season. Uh, yeah, I, I try and do mainly cycling in the off season. I'll do a bit more gym work, but right. yeah, I mean, once it, once the racing starts, I'm, you know, Ross has a fair, fair idea. You know, he's, brother rides for factory yeah. in Europe and yep. you know we get some good ideas and whatnot and sure. have a little program that we stick to but you know nice. when I'm over here I'm sort of just doing the sort of the, the program the grindstone guys have mm-hmm. here for us so you know same thing we go riding Carrie comes to the track and you know gives us lap times whatnot and then we go to the gym um pool and whatnot we've always got something to do each right. day so it's been good did uh any american guys uh talk to you at all uh, in, in staging or before practices or anything or anybody be like hey nice ride or who are you or anything um just some uh you know fans from the crowd would come oh, cool. up and be like hey man like i got you on my pulp, pulp uh my pulp <laughs> fantasy team whatnot and yeah, yeah. this and that and you know i don't think anyone on the start gate knew who i was like <laughs> i went down there and they're sort of just staring <laughs> up and down at me like who, who's yeah. this 205 yeah you know like the dream would have been to came to come and just do it on duct tape numbers that would have been even yeah cooler, that would have been even uh, better <laughs> we, we gotta we gotta help out the people who helped me get here so um yeah, yeah. but no for sure like um uh Mosman uh lined up next to me and he introduced himself so that was awesome that was oh, that's cool. nice of him yeah know, he just reached over and he's like hey man i'm uh the guy that rides the Husky, <laughs> Moseman, um, <laughs> get his first name. Michael. Yeah, Michael, yeah. He's yep. like, hey, man, I'm Michael. I'm like, hey, bro, what's up? I'm Wilson. And um, I thought that was super cool, you yeah, know, that's... like all the other guys are sort of, you know, focused. And right, right. Doing yeah. their thing with their mechanic, and he just, yeah, turned to me, and I thought that was really awesome of him. Yeah, that is. That's really cool. I like to hear that. Nice nice dude, for sure. Um, that's awesome. Uh, FXR Racing. Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast, number 89 with Wilson Todd. Thank you, Namira. Thank you, Skosh. Uh, thank you, uh, Maxis, as well, for coming on board this show. And thank you, man. I appreciate it, the time, Wilson. Uh, like I said, I wanted to – I reached out to you because, uh, man, you showed up, got ninth in the moto and uh, 12th overall, your first national. That's awesome. And I wanted to try to get your story a little bit and get, get a, people find out more about you, you know what I mean? Because um, – Certainly with rides like that, man, uh, you know, hopefully you'll be over here soon or in Europe or, or whatever. So uh, thank you for the time. I really appreciate it. No, well, thanks for having me. You know, I appreciate it because, uh, you know, I want to I want to get my name out here and, you know, the guys like you make that happen. So I'm super appreciative of that. And um, thanks for having me. No problem, man. Thanks. And we'll see you, Paula, this weekend. All right. Will do. See you there.